1: Should we hand out some game balls? We did this last week. We skipped yeah, we the first two weeks.
0: Oh no, we not, we didn't even do game balls. Winners no, you did losers. one. I'm We've gonna... done it. We've done exactly one game ball and only you handed it out. But we could change that. Kayla's not here tonight, but you and I, I thought we out did one. This will get us to a new record, <laughs> two game balls. I thought we handed out, I thought we
1: gave winners and losers. Okay, we did do that. Let's. Do we'll just that. change it every week. How about we just do that? We just change it's... the name of it every single week. This, is a, t- this week, it'll be winners and losers. Okay, I've got a, I'll start with a winner. Okay. I've got a very solid winner here. Clyde Edwards-Elair. Yeah. And I know you could be thinking to yourself, uh, well, he had one of the biggest blunders of the game when he caught a surefire first down on a fourth and short. Understand that? First drop of the year in a pretty critical juncture. We're a month into the season now. And I know people want to do this little game where they pull screenshots of, of a split second of him looking like he's running into an offensive lineman and saying that, oh, see, clearly bad vision, whatever. I'm not here to tell you that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is one of the most talented backs in the league. But this stretch of football that he has had for the first month of the year has been kind of what you were hoping to get when you yeah. draft a running back in the first round, regardless of how you're using him. All right. We can put that aside. Clyde's never going to be the guy they thought they were getting when they drafted him, But if you can be a steady chain mover and get a one, two explosive plays out of the backfield per game, that's all you need him to do. And tonight, 19 carries 92 yards and a touchdown. He obviously had uh, the one touchdown grab uh, from crazy Mahomes play as well. Clyde ran strong. This whole running back room ran strong. And that was part of the reason why the I think the passing game looked so good is because they actually got some assistance from the run game.
0: In the first three games, Jarek McKinnon led them in snaps in games one, two, and three. So you're like, boy, what's going on there? This is kind of weirder than I was expecting. He only got two carries tonight. Pacheco got 11. Clyde Edwards-Alaire got 19. You chose Clyde, so I'll take the winner of Legarius Need, who currently is on pace to lead this team in sacks with 12-and-a-half. LeJarrius Sneed, the defensive back. <laughs> you would think that that's a bad thing, but honestly, the fact that he might be the best blitzing defensive back in the NFL is a really good thing. And he did the whole nine yards acting display today. Go back, and I think it was uh, Jesse Newell who had pointed out he's, he's standing up there near the line and he's messing with his helmet like, I don't know, man, guys, I'm so confused. And then he shoots through perfectly timed blitz, strip sacks, Tom Brady. And that was when the game felt over because the Chiefs had just given them the ball. And then he immediately took it back. And you're like, okay, well, he's great. He's a great blitzer for one. And they didn't have a ton of pressure on Tom Brady a lot of the night. But Legereus Need is great at that. So tonight I'll give him my winner, Nick, because I feel like. I, I don't know how, but he's pacing for twelve sacks. And honestly, if he finishes with six or seven, that's an absurd number for a defensive back, and he already has three. And to be honest, Rashad Fenton
1: should have had a sack tonight as well. Yeah, he should have. He had Brady.
0: He's let that, Brady is this, shake him.
1: Is this just gonna be the way that the Chiefs manufacture a pass rush, knowing Probably Because the whatever we want to say about the defense, they have not done a good job. The they're their, their defensive linemen are not good enough collectively to be able to get yeah. much pressure without blitzing. They're just Correct. not. I don't think that's going to change this year. So is this Spag's way of manufacturing a pass rush by getting LeJerry Sneed and Justin Reed and all these
0: defensive backs involved? It's like everything else. If you do that enough, Nick, the offensive lineman might hesitate for a half second that he's coming. And if he hesitates for a half second that LeJerry Sneed is coming, then your guy might win. So I think this is the plan for now in the hopes that that hesitation will create more chances to get pressure. But also, uh, you know, Tom Brady gets rid of the ball and going into that game had faster than anyone in the NFL. So like if you're going to say judge the defensive line by this one, it's tough because coming into the game, they were the fifth highest sack team in the NFL. Obviously, they're going to take a dip because they only had one sack. Um, tonight, so they're going to take a bit of a dip in that regard. But, I mean, I, I, you know, for that game, I can take a pass and just move on. My loser for the game, by the way, is, you know, see, here's the thing. I was going to give it to McColl because I thought, well, you know, he didn't light up the stat sheet, but also he was correctly, as pointed out by Chris Collinsworth, wide open (laughs) on one pass play in which he could have been hit for a touchdown super super easy but I think I'll probably give it to the same guy we had just mentioned Jarek McKinnon fell on hards way today not his fault the offense went pretty perfect and it's not to be there but he just didn't exist in the offense and maybe that means he won't um but that that's an issue I you know Noah Gray had the cool QB sneak which was fun and I'm glad that they did it he also dropped multiple passes tonight like it felt like he should have gotten more in the offense and didn't he would a guy that i would have picked on a little bit but i was just so happy to see a qb sneak again that i can't possibly give him the loser for the day
1: my loser is anyone who said that brett beach is a brat, bad drafter Ooh, yeah
0: i questioned how, it i don't know that i ever went that far but rookies, i it
1: how many different rookies made plays tonight Loftus early um, when he got in the backfield had that tackle yeah. for loss brian cook had the the, he had a the good in the end zone. I know Jalen Watson got scored on, but that was just like Tom Brady to Mike Evans. Good luck, you know. Yeah. Most cornerbacks are getting Pacheco scored on
0: obviously had a big night. Sky Moore had a couple yeah, of catches. Pacheco,
1: eleven carries, sixty three yards. Every time he touched the ball, it looked like he was just stronger and wanted it more than the guy who was trying to tackle him. So he had eleven for sixty three. He only had seventeen attempts in the first three games combined. The Chiefs as a team finished with 189 rushing yards on 37 attempts. That is the most rushing yards they've had since week four of last season when they went for 200 against the Eagles. Is this flash in the pan? Is this fool's gold when looking at the impressive running numbers tonight? Or do you actually have optimism that this can be a team that, you know, can
0: actually be competent in the run game? I think what I – look, they, they've been competent most of this year, so I, I don't completely rule out. Obviously, it was easy to pick on Clyde's seven carries for zero yards last week in a loss, um, but they only gave it to him seven times. The thing I liked about tonight is for, his, for whatever – nobody nobody runs against the Bucs like that. They chose Pacheco because they chose to hammer them, Nick. That's why Pacheco got the ball. They were like, we're going to hammer them. We're going to run it right up their throat. And we're going to use our offensive line to do it. To me, that is the like what you were asking is like, do we feel confident they could be good in the running game? Because I thought part of their problems in the running game last week or they they blocked poorly. Yeah, some of it is a guy misses a hole or whatever, but they blocked poorly. They didn't do a good job creating running opportunities for those guys. And today that was not it. But the Brett Feach stuff, look, I, I questioned it early because he had a couple of drafts there where. He was essentially getting no starters out of it and nobody at key positions. So no defensive ends, no wide receivers. And look, I still got a question about wide receiver. So we'll see how Sky Moore goes. But I don't know. Karloftis has continued to pretty much look like the goods. So I have a hard time arguing with that. And uh, pretty much everyone else has worked. 14, I think I gave this stat uh, on an earlier show, either in this show or the one back in KC. But 14 of the last 16 players he drafted are on this current roster. Do you know what kind of wacky hit rate that is? Because, and again, it's not just that, like, some of them are on the roster and it's like, okay, wow, kudos, right? Joshua Kanto. he doesn't play. So, I'm, you know, I'm giving him a pass, like, great. But a majority of them are actual players. And in this year he found two guys in the seventh round that play real-time, meaningful minutes for this team. And yeah. they're seemingly using Brian Cook more. And then Sky Moore got more involved today. And Trent McDuffie was a starter before his injury. And, you know, it's like, wait, well, it's really starting to build up. I have a hard time saying, if you have like six contributors out of one draft, that's a home run before we even get anywhere along, before we even begin the conversation, Nick. So it, it's hard. I've, I've been critical, but not in a long time, because it sure seems like whatever the early problems in his drafting there were, they don't exist anymore.
1: By the way, here's a little nugget for you. The last time the Bucks gave up this many rushing yards in a game was Week 15 of 2018. Oh my god, that's it has been that was that was Dirk Cutter was the head coach. Jameis Winston was the starting quarterback. That was the first year that Patrick Mahomes was a starter in the NFL. That's the last time. The Bucs gave up this many rushing yards in a game.
0: It was just one of those, like, I feel really good. Better than probably after that Cardinals game in the moment. Even though in the Cardinals game, it was like both, right? The defense completely shut them out and the offense, like the the defense gave a little bit tonight. But it doesn't matter. It just like they poured it on offensively. And their defense isn't so bad that it's the Rams. She's from 18, like you just mentioned in the year, right? It's not that they're never going to be that this year. So if they're just pouring it on one of those games, then it's a lock. It's a complete lock. That's how we felt tonight. It was just one of those games, again, where you're designed to feel good. The home's doing spectacular things. The defense getting turnovers, the special teams immediately redeeming themselves and then making every kick. You're like, oh, this is nice. I like it when the special teams doesn't just completely unravel and cost this team a game. I'll tell you this,
1: if the offensive line continues to block like they did tonight, there's no reason why yeah. the Chiefs shouldn't be able to continue having success on the ground. And if that happens, it quells a lot of concerns that you have about the offense. Because yeah. when you can get when you can get 5 yards of carry, knowing that's never going to be your bread and butter offensively, but if you know that like Here's the other thing we do sometimes. If that can be effective as well, it makes life so much easier on Patrick Mahomes in this passing attack.
0: It's the, it's the cliche, but it's the happy learn to putt. It's like, if they can run, you're like, Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) Now what do we guard? You're like, I don't know. Have fun. Bye. Good luck. Because the Patriots were always good at that. Like we, we try to compare them to all those things, but when you have a great quarterback, Very few of them have that kind of complimentary run game. And at least for one game, the Chiefs absolutely had it. We'll be back with you guys coming up on Wednesday. We'll get you another episode as we get ready for that Monday night game against the Raiders, another divisional game. Big matchup, obviously, is the Chiefs' first six games of the schedule. We're there. I'm Cody Tapp. He's Nick Schwartz. Caleb we will be back with us on Wednesday. We'll talk to you then on It's Always Game Day in Kansas City.